Pastor Xavier Reese with the simple truth about our sin and our fellowship with a holy God. He will not walk with sin, whether it's lying or fornicating. Sin is sin, and God cannot compromise with it. You need to repent. You need to turn. You need to cry out to God because God can't change you. In other words, He will not be one with you if you continue your lifestyle, but He will accept you just as you are and change you, and then He will walk with you. Welcome to Simple Truths, the daily half-hour study of God's Word with Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. When our leaders capitulate to pleasing people rather than honoring God, it affects society as a whole. Well, today, Pastor Xavier brings us a strong warning about living our lives void of the standards set forth in God's Word. Let's join him for a challenging study from the book of Leviticus, appropriately titled, A Prescription for Sure Death. I would like to give to you three reasons for the debilitating condition of our country from Leviticus 18 through 20. The first one is Americans are defiant to authority. Chapter 1 through 17 of Leviticus were given by God to the Israelis that they might know how to worship God. Chapter 18 to 27 were given by God to the Israelis that they might know how to walk with God. The section here from 17 down to 26, the chapters, has been called the Holiness Code since the late 19th centuries, which basically deals with ethics and moral standards for living. Our nation has turned from clear-cut ethics and moral standards that made our nation strong for close to 200 years to embrace relativism, situational ethics, value clarifications, existentialism, and humanism. And yet, in only 25 to 30 years or so, we have destroyed this great nation from within because we have embraced such a philosophy. They have made it illegal to teach about God and the Bible in our schools, yet they teach our teenagers how to put a condom on a banana. Something is desperately wrong with our nation. We are a society without morals or a moral conscience, no longer able to distinguish between right and wrong. It's all relative. Americans defy the honor of God. He deserves. In verse 4 of chapter 19, do not turn to idols, nor make for yourselves molten gods. I am the Lord your God. You'll find this phrase repeated. I am the Lord your God over and over again through these chapters. Idolatry is the worship and honor of something in the place of God. And as you look to our society, you see Americans worshiping many things, worshiping their jobs, worshiping their material possessions, worshiping the, the conquest of sexuality, worshiping materialism, worshiping anything. We have substituted the place of God. We have failed to give Him honor and glory, and therefore we are a very confused society. We defy the honor of God He deserves. We defy the authority and the honor of parents. This is big today. In chapter 19, verse 3, He says, Every one of you shall revere his father and 
mother. In verse 32, you shall rise before the gray-headed in honor the presence of an old man and fear your God. I am the Lord. This generation has learned to dump on their parents, especially the Christian community. You honor them. They gave you life. They brought you into the world. And God was in the plan in spite of all that took place. Americans defy the authority of capital punishment. The refusal to execute capital punishment when life is taken has severe consequences. You remember when Noah got off the boat? After the flood in chapter 9 of Genesis, verses 4 and 5, God says, Noah, if any man kills a man, or if any animal kills a man, I want you to kill that animal or that man. Because man is made in the image of God. And there is value to life. He says in the book of Numbers, chapter 35, verse 31 to 34, Moreover, you shall take no ransom for the life of a murderer who is guilty of death, but he shall surely be put to death. Listen to what he says in verse 33. So you shall not pollute the land, where you are, for blood defiles the land, and no atonement can be made for the land, for the blood that is shed on it, except for the blood of him who shed it. Interesting principle. Look at our land. Because we have become a bunch of panty waste, and we don't want to execute murderers, we put bars on our home windows rather than to keep people in jail. We try to keep people out of our homes. The criminals on the street also know that the authority of society has been destroyed. Consequences have been removed. And when you remove consequences, you have just destroyed authority. I think you can understand that as a parent. If you do not bring consequences to your home, your children, what happens? You have no authority. Society is no different. The reason we have such a messed up society is because we have messed up homes. So Americans are defiant to authority. Secondly, Americans are dedicated to selfishness. In chapter 19, verse 9 and 10, God says, When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not wholly reap the corners of your field, nor shall you gather the glean of your harvest. And you shall not glean your vineyards, nor shall you gather every grape of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and the stranger. I am the Lord, your God. You see, God cares very deeply for the poor and the needy throughout Scripture. And throughout history, it has been the Christian community who has always come alongside to help the poor and the needy. Always. Hospitals, schools. Everything has been initiated by the Christian community. Not the pagan, not the humanist, but the Christian community. God in His law provided for the poor. Notice that God provided for the poor through those who had more than enough. First of all, that's a good principle. Secondly, notice that he, God provided for the poor that they would have to work for it, not just be a handout. 
They would have to. So the corners of the fields would not be reaped. If you went through it one time, you weren't to go it twice. Remember the book of Ruth? Ruth was going through it. She picked up the gleaning. And so God has made a provision. Today we give handouts so we don't give people an initiative to work. And so they become welfare recipients for three, four, five generations. People need to work. Now I'm not talking about being callous. I'm talking about helping them. You go to school. You study hard. You depend upon God. And you know what? God will be faithful. God will take care of it. Americans are dedicated to abandoning social ethics and work ethics. Look at verse 11 of chapter 19. You shall not steal or deal falsely, not, nor lie to one another. You shall not swear by uh, my name falsely, nor shall you profane my, the name of your God, I am the Lord. You shall not defraud your neighbor, rob him from his wages, verse 13. Verse 14, you shall not curse the deaf. Who would do that, you and I? Nor put a stumbling block before the blind, but shall fear your God, I am the Lord. He goes on to speak about the injustice in verse 15, without partiality. No talebearer in verse 16 and 17. You shall not hate your brother. No revenge in verse 18. I mean, on and on and on. Social conscience. And then in verse 36, he says, You shall have just balances, just weights, a just ephod, and a just him. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. What the heck is he talking about? He's talking about balances and weights, business transactions. Our society has lost its ethical fiber regarding commitment to his fellow man. We have become manipulators, self-seeking, and self-loving. There is a third ingredient, and that is that Americans are destructive to family love. And here's the heart of it. Here's the heart of it. Here's where everything begins. And where everything ends. The family. Not the church. The family. Because the church should only be a reflection of those healthy families. But when the homes are destroyed, then the church is in equal confusion. Because you have those families coming into the church. Now if they come with an open heart, God will restore families but when people come into the church without any intent to repent, then you have a messed up church. Absolutely. Chapter 18, verse 6 down to 17. I'm not going to read it all, but let me read the preface. None of you shall approach anyone who is near of kin to you to uncover his nakedness. I am the Lord. He goes on to speak about incestuous relationships with father, with mother, with uncle, with aunt, with daughter, with son, with nephews, with cousins, so on and so forth. There is a boundary that has to be honored and respected. Today, the boundaries have been blurred. The consciousness has been seared. Incest is a major problem in our homes, in our society today. I tell you, 
I would not want to be in anybody's shoes on Judgment Day if you don't know Jesus Christ. The horrors and the sins that are in this nation are incredible. Americans are destructive by adulterous relationships. Chapter 18, verse 20. He says, Moreover, you shall not lie carnally with your neighbor's wife to defile yourself with her. Chapter 20, verse 10. The man who commits adultery with another man's wife, he who commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and adulteresses, shall surely be put to death. The no-fault divorce has removed the stigma of adultery today. People go to court and they get divorced and it's just no fault. Before you committed adultery, you were labeled as an adulterer. Your papers on divorce says adulterer, adulteress. Today, the law will not do that. It's against your rights. Poor you. You had a need. You need to fulfill it. After all, we're all human. Not so. God says, you kill that person. Now, I'm not saying to kill adulterers. But I'll tell you what. Many adulterers have been killed. Read the Proverbs, jealous husband. He will not be satisfied. He will not receive a gift. And he'll wait to the day where there's time is right. And you're dead. You are dead. Adultery robs a person of their wife or husband and kills a family. It is the most selfish sin because it considers nobody but you, nobody else. But once you're married, that is the holy of holies for you and your wife and your husband and no one else. And you defile that. Though God's grace is there and He may restore your family, you are running a great risk of never being restored. It is the only provision, the only allowance that Jesus allowed divorce for. Adultery. It's not a command to divorce for adultery, but it is an allowance because He knows the difficulty of such a sin. And yet, adultery is paraded as something fashionable and common and expected in the movies, in the magazines, in the TV. We parade it as normal. I mean, you think nothing happens when you have sex. You destroy yourself. You think it's just a good feeling? It is at first. But let me tell you, the consequences long-term-wise are so devastating, you have no idea about them. No idea. And yet our society parades it, promotes it, glories in it, expects it, demands it. Americans are destructive by murdering babies. Chapter 18, verse 21. And you shall not let any one of your descendants pass through the fire to Molech, nor shall you profane the name of the Lord your God. I am the Lord. He says it again in chapter 20, verse 1 on down to 5, and he speaks about the sternness of it. And even those who saw someone dedicated to Molech, if they turned their head on it, God would hold them responsible. 
Now, we don't worship Molech. Molech was the, the worship of this god that had some stretched out arms. They would heat them up till they get red. Then they would place their, their children right on the burning arms and see them sizzle to death. You say, that is terrible. Well, we still worship the god of Molech. He was a god of pleasure and of fertility. We use abortion for birth control. The percentage of women who are impregnated by rape are nil, 1%, if not less. The rest are willful, deliberate promiscuity. And they become pregnant. Americans have killed 1.5 million babies in abortions per year since 1973 when the Supreme Court justice ruled between Roe versus Wade. Heavy. Americans are destructive by perverting sexual roles. 1822. You should not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. Chapter 20, verse 13. If a man lies with a male as a, he lies with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination that shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Now, homosexualism and lesbianism is a perversion of the natural order, not an alternative lifestyle. God declares it. The very nature of your body, the very creation of your sex tells you the natural order. All of our technology is based upon male and female. Some of you work in the telephone industry. Have you ever gone in to install a telephone with two male jacks? No. You need a female and a male jack. That's natural. That's proper. Do homosexuals have babies? No. Can lesbians have babies? No. Oh, they're getting impregnated by artificial insemination. Everything that has life and is naturalness of God reproduces. And what does not is not of God. It's very obvious, very natural. Look at the medical consequences of a homosexual and lesbian lifestyle. It is everything but an alternate lifestyle. Homosexualism is an accepted norm in society today. And yet it has always marked the last stages of society. Read Romans chapter 1. We don't have time this morning. He speaks about how they changed the natural use of the man and the woman because they did not glorify God or honor God, but they perverted the creation of God. And God gave them up. Along that list, towards the end of chapter 1, it says, unnatural affection, no family love, Disobedient to parents. All of those things are in there. What is the hope? You and I. The Christian community. Maybe as I've gone down some of these lists this morning, maybe you're in those too. You need to repent. You need to turn. You need to cry out to God because God can change you. But God will not accept you as you are. In other words, he will not be one with you if you continue your lifestyle, but he will accept you just as you are and change you, and then he will walk with you. But he will not walk with sin. There is no way. Whether it's lying or fornicating 
or homosexuality. Sin is sin. And God cannot compromise with it. 2 Timothy 3.3 says, Unnatural love, sign of the last days. No, it means no family love. Look at our society. Parents abandon their children. Parents divorce at any little thing. People live and live in families. People could care less about family. Is it any wonder why our kids are so messed up in society? It's a moral, it's an ethical problem. Not financial or educational. An anthropologist, J.D. Unwin, conducted a study on 80 eight civilizations that have come and gone in the world's history. In every one of these 88 civilizations, the morals and strict sexual conduct started off the same. But then things became lax, giving the people more and more freedom to express sexual desires whatever, whenever they please. That freedom began the destruction of the civilization. First came venereal disease. Then breaking up the homes. Children were brought up in unstable environments and patterned their behavior after their parents. Behavior making each succeeding generation more degenerate than the last. Thus, those civilizations eventually were destroyed from within, not from without. A study of 5,000 civilizations, 5,000, reveals that 50 were characterized as sexually free and confusing the sex roles without distinction or boundaries, bringing about the decay and death of all 50 civilizations. Do we think we're going to be the exception? No way. Now, what did God promise if they didn't do this? He tells you in chapter 18, verse 24 and 25, Do not defile yourselves with any of these things, for by all these the nations are defiled, which I am casting out before you. For the land is defiled, therefore I visit the punishment of its iniquity upon it. And the land vomits the inhabitants. God says he visits it, and the land vomits them out. Go to verse 27 and 28. For all these abominations the men of the land have done, who were before you, and thus the land is defiled. Lest the land vomit you out, also when you defile it, as it vomited out the nations that were before you. That's exactly what's happening to us, people. God is judging us, and the land is vomiting us out. All the immigrants are taking the United States over. In the Old Testament, God says, I have made you the head, Israel, and in the foreigner the tail. But then he says, if you disobey me, I will make you the tail and they the head. Guess what's happening in the United States? We are the tail. We are the servant. We're no longer the head. The land is vomiting us out. What do we need to do then? We need to pray for America. And then we need to live out the word of God as a church so we can give answers to America. And first of all, that goes in a living example. A prescription for Sure death. Here it is. Be defined towards authority. Be dedicated to selfishness. Be destructive to family love. You'll get the product. Absolutely. 
I pray that your desire is not that. I pray that your desire is to please God and to get your family together, to pray for your children, to be an example for your children, to love your wife, to love your husband, to live as one, and allow God to do a tremendous work in your life. There is no other hope apart from Jesus Christ. Pastor Xavier Reese closes today's ongoing study in Leviticus with a reminder about the sanctity of marriage. And you can request a copy of today's study from Leviticus called A Prescription for Sure Death. Of course, it's available on CD for just $4. And this will also contain what we heard last time we were together as well. The title to ask for once again is A Prescription for Sure Death. Or simply mention today's date when you write Simple Truths. 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. Or to make your request by phone, call 800-926-1485. Again, that's 800-926-1485. Or the address once again is Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. And it's important that you include the call letters of this station when you contact us. Now be sure and tune in tomorrow as Pastor Xavier Reese brings us more simple truths from the book of Leviticus. Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese, a daily half-hour broadcast, is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. www.calvarychapelpasadena.com 